get it. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. <laughs> Iowa, you have shocked the nation. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. Studio C. I need to uh, recount what studio we're in. A, B, D's the next one. I don't know yet. Dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And on Tuesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Iowa, the Democratic Party, the political media, the whole thing. It's just hilarious. This is a good day for me. This is a good day for you. Oh, I'm just loving it. It's just the the chickens running around headless aspect of the whole Iowa caucus screw-up thing is just it's so delightful to me. Yeah, I was looking at one headline with the big words being confusion and anger. <laughs> that is what we're looking for, right? That's what I like. Well, chaos and ugliness is my preferred phrase, but let's not quibble. Confusion and anger is fine. Close relative. Yes. Absolutely fantastic. Also, original air names. Yes, yep. our original air names, confusion and anger. Yep. God, and we were doing a soft AC morning show. Oh, yeah. It really wasn't a good fit. No, the soccer moms didn't want confusion and anger. No, they did not. We had no ratings. No. It was humiliating. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. So I'm going to assume that you follow the news enough that uh, you're aware that they uh, were not able to do the normal thing in Iowa and release results and have winners give uh, uh, victorious speeches that propels them on to the next state and get to... Tremendous amount of news coverage. Uh, I've I've heard numbers put on it where you get like a half of five hundred million dollars worth of free advertisement out of a win or something like that. Even if it's an incremental win in a single state with a strange system, that whole aspect of it is ridiculous to me. So it's just, it's ridiculous, piled on ridiculous, what's going on now. But you would normally get, if you got to declare yourself the victor, a, a, a gazillion dollars worth of free advertisement and momentum and everybody was denied that last night which really sucks for some of the people because um bernie's people claim they won and they're not going to get the bump out of this pete's people claim that they've looked at the numbers and that they've won biden might have been saved because there ain't nobody saying biden won (laughs) no (laughs) and any numbers that have come out he did not do well and so he has written a letter saying he does not want the results released. I think until, that's probably best. Until his team has a chance to go over them. Which, oh, shut what, up, you old man. That's a good dodge. That's a good dodge. This whole thing is very strange. I think we all need to sit down. Yeah, good. that's a good strategy. It is. If you finished fourth, which he may have done. A distant um, fourth. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so if he gets his way, and I don't know if he will, it would take days for his team to go over the results. R- well, lawyers it, and it'd take as long as they decided it'd take. To, you know, <laughs> yeah, and actually, it, you might only need to delay the, a little bit longer for yep. any possible advantage 
anybody else could have gotten because mm-hmm. it's on to the next contest already. And so, last night was the night. Charming and Midwestern as it is, this this could be it for the whole. Oh, it is it. It's thing. over. It's doomed. It is over. Yeah, I took okay. I took in enough MSNBC coverage and listened to enough Democratic heavyweights weighing in. It's over. Well, it was hanging by a thread because I was taking coverage in throughout the day, mm-hmm. and they were all your your David Pluffs who ran Obama's campaign or former DNC chairs and people like you know people that have some heft. And the Democratic Party were saying, we're not sure Iowa's a good idea anymore. The party's changed. The country's changed. And then by the end of the night, they were all saying, this is it. This is the, this is the last we will ever, time we'll ever okay. do this. I mean, it's been well, declared. It's over. They are the uh, the upper crust, the Chris, intelligentsia of that sort of thing. Chris so. Matthews was sitting in front of a crowd in Iowa, in a room full of Iowans in Iowa, saying, this is an embarrassment for the nation. This has got an end. I mean, it barely made sense to start with. They've gotten it wrong three times in a row. Yeah. We can't do this anymore. And no. the people behind them were all looking at him like, why did, we, why did we invite you to our bar? I think this <laughs> I think this might be healthy, though. And here's where it gets interesting. The, the cable news half-wits flapping our gums is just such a waste of time, but this I find a worthy discussion. The entire we're going to make it more and more democratic, the primary process, no smoke-filled rooms, no party elders getting outsized influence, blah, blah, blah. That's a bad idea. It is just a bad idea if you understand how humanity works, and that is the most hardcore, wild-eyed supporters of your side show up for primary elections. It's just, that's the way it is. And so you generally get, well, you often get a candidate you're thinking is just too nutty. And there's a growing awareness of that. Plus, you got now the Iowa thing. I'm just thinking all of the, you know, well, we've done it for the last 30 years, so we have to do it this way. I just think that sort of thinking is now out. And smart people, maybe reasonable people, reasonable people are going to get an opening to say, all right, let's redesign the system in a way that makes sense in the 21st century. And I think that would be good. Yeah, I was convinced. I have been defending the idea of a caucus in a small state for years. Um, and I was convinced that that's dumb last night. By uh, I was watching a smart person talk, and I'll talk about that later. Just, um, oh, okay, now I get it. Okay. Um, but I suppose we ought to give you the, the, the news news of what's happening. I hope you don't follow this sort of stuff closely, so we'll just give you the thumbnail sketch. And I like this story because I hate computers and bureaucracies, and bureaucracies failed with computers. <laughs> so the old way they used to do it in Iowa is everybody would get on the phone from all their precincts around this mostly rural state, and they'd call up and they'd give the results, and somebody would write them down, and then they'd tabulate them, and they'd release them. Um, and, uh, and have the results fairly early in the evening, and somebody'd go out and give a speech and say, we won, and some other people would drop out and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But they decided they'd get all fancy and everything like that and do it on a computer and have apps. So everybody had these apps that they could just upload their information to and that sort of thing, except for nobody took the time to get the apps downloaded to their phones and make sure they worked, and most people's phones said it won't accept that app, and people who could get the app on their phone, they would upload it, and the information right. wouldn't show up, and all this different sort of stuff. And and then they had done away with the old system that worked fine. They did away with the old system. So if you tried to call in, there was nobody to call to. Right. So people would call in and be on, on hold for hours and hours and hours and finally just say, screw it, I'm going to bed. And uh, Which is a reasonable uh, reaction, I heard, honestly. I heard so many results on various, I heard on NPR on the radio, I saw it on MSNBC, people were tweeting them out. Hey, I got the results right here in my precinct. If I could call anybody, I'd say, here they are. They put a picture of them right, up I can on the tell Twitter. the entire world. There's yeah. only one person on earth I can't tell. <laughs> That's the guy who's supposed to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that something? I know, I just find that hilarious. Oh, I know it. 
Any and wherever you work, you've been through this sort of thing with the new software for your company. Well, that and old Bernie had demanded. He and his people had demanded. We need multiple layers of voting: the initial vote, the secondary vote, and then the final uh, caucus result. Blah 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 blah. Uh, to make sure we don't get screwed again. Um, so that further complicated the mess, but. So seeing government fail with bureaucracies and new ideas and stuff like that and thinking they're smarter than everybody else, I love seeing that because it boosts my side. Wow, everybody's got a, just a little bit of delight in this. That's good. That's every, Everybody has something to love. God, how much money is Iowa going to lose that this whole thing is going away? They'll just become a tiny state that barely matters to the election thing, and people will not spend gazillions of dollars in that state anymore. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, it's going to hurt broadcast and... Various coffee shops that uh, Beto O'Rourke stood on the counter of that right. sort of thing. Yeah. Oh well. Well, we'll talk times about. change, man. Yeah, times change, and then they they you know, yeah. Well, times change. Uh, more on that later, and more on a whole bunch of other stuff later. Let's uh, introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Sorry, this morning, Michael. I'm doing all right. I've gotten tired of waiting for the results, so I started calling uh, people in Iowa at random <laughs> for myself. Good. So far, I've got five for Mayor Pete. Four for Bernie Sanders, two for Biden, two for Bill de Blasio, and then one IP Freely, which I don't know who that is. Uh, interesting results, Michael. We'll spend the next 20 minutes discussing them on CNN because we're filling like, you know, MFs. God, I heard this precinct captain on NPR last night. I was running an errand, and he said, I've been on the phone on hold for two hours, and I'm going to bed. I'm just going to go home and go to bed. And they said, can you do that? He said, I'm the precinct captain. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I got the results right here. I'll tell you what they are. He said, I got two for Budin, uh, Bernie, two for Buttigieg, and one for Bernie. Those are our results. Right. There, you have them. I'm going to bed. Good night. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. It turns out that this is quite the active day in uh, in our history. Uh, all, I couldn't figure out which, which year to highlight, so I'm just going to give you kind of a collection of them. 2004 on this day, Facebook launches. In wow. 19... Uh, it's, it's a way for grandparents to see pictures of their grandkids. In 1913, <laughs> Rosa Parks, the civil rights icon, she was born. Uh, let's see. In 1789, George Washington was unanimously elected to the uh, to be the first U.S. president. There you go. Impeach him. Uh, let's see. We got Disney releasing Snow White. That ah, kind of falls off after that. But yeah, I mean, you got Facebook, George Washington, and Rosa Parks. Now that's a day. Those are three pretty big events in, in U.S. history. Sure. In in completely different ways too. That's really interesting. The father of our country. A woman at the key moment of the awakening of the conscience of the country. And then an organization that will be the death of the country. So kind of the you know the nice life cycle thing there. Yeah, and an I looking at you, Zuckerberg. Um, uh, how's mailbag look today? Oh, it's outstanding. Okay. Really good. Sprawling oh. epic. Oh, I forgot to do this. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On it's Tuesday, February fourth, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin now uh, separating ourselves into various corners of the gym according to our beliefs, precisely according to FCC rules and regs at. Mark. Well, what we have this morning so far is chaos. Chaos. A gaping pit waiting to swallow us all. <laughs> chaos isn't a pit. Chaos is a ladder. Many who try to climb it fail. Never get to try again. The fall breaks them. Wow. That's a good point. I didn't, I didn't know that. I love that quote so much. What, what's that from? That's Game of Thrones. Chaos yes. isn't a pit, it's a ladder. Yep. Yes. Hmm. Never let a crisis go to waste. <laughs> 
Confusion and anger, it says here. Anyway, we'll bring you up to speed on everything that's uh, going on in the world. And our text line, of course, is 415-295-KFTC. Of course, there's like five candidates that gave speeches last night declaring themselves the winners. Yeah. But why wouldn't you? I'd do the same thing. <laughs> sure. Biden didn't. <laughs> Except for Biden. <laughs> yeah. who's who? Actually, he put out a statement and said, finishing strong here was not important. The important thing is, so I mean, that's, yeah. oh boy. Yeah. He, he ain't heard all the results, but he's heard enough of them. <laughs> Stay tuned. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Results later in the day from Iowa. Troubling development in the Harvey Weinstein trial. I am assuming everyone listening wants that scumbag to spend the rest of his life in prison. And uh, he had a good day yesterday, unfortunately. In the way that uh, defense lawyers defend their clients with damaged people. And we'll tell you about that, but it's troubling. It is indeed. Mailbag. A couple of things to bring to your attention. Number one, uh, video at uh, armstrongandgetty.com. I just sent along to the crew of a hmm, pro-Trump drag queen in San Francisco being surrounded and harassed and screeched at by various lunatics of gender non-specific descriptions and screeched at and people licking cell phones. It's just there needed to be an army of psychiatrists unleashed onto the street at this gathering. It may be the weirdest little whirling ball of odd you've ever witnessed. It's at armstrongandgetty.com, probably in 10 minutes or so, realistically. Oh, there's Mike Bloomberg on the TV. How it was the best day ever for him. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. This is one of my all-time favorites from Samuel Adams. I'll have one. If ye love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude better than the animating contest of freedom... Go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsel or arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you are our countrymen. I love that quote so much. Hand you Bernie fans, I'm talking to you. You want the government to feed you? Go away. Don't call yourself an American. It's an embarrassment. Uh, Sam Adams, he was, a, he was a hard ass. Yes, he was. Brewed a hell of a fine Boston lager, too. Meanwhile, back to business. Uh, Diane from Reno, Nevada writes, hey, Nevada's a caucus state, guys. We attended one last year. It sure was interesting. Got quite heated several times. Wow. Uh, wasn't real impressed. We support Trump, so you can only imagine. Uh, I can only imagine what it would be like at a Dem caucus. A real S show, I'm sure. Well, it, it certainly uh, could be. Let's see. Ah, how about this? Uh, listening in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, I'm beyond yes. excited to have discovered that the show is now available locally. Yes. Is that officially your hometown, Hanson, Sioux Falls? You can just give me a thumbs up if you want. He's uh, busy. Good for him. He's doing his job. After years of stealing Cheerios from Jack's kids, I can now, that's a reference to stealing from us by listening to the podcast, I now listen locally and live and contribute to your ratings. Thank you very much. South Dakota is my home state. Uh, I claim six different states as my home state, but I was actually born in South Dakota. Mm. Tracy, uh, listening for about 13 years. Wow. Thanks, Tracy. Fabulous. Good to hear from you. 
And and and, and certainly our, our our greetings to everybody in the Sioux Falls area. South Dakota, we brought you Tom Brokaw. We brought you uh, McGovern. And we brought you the Battle of the Little Bighorn. No, we did not. No. We brought you uh, th- one of your other big custom, one of your big Indian things. You get your uh, your Mount Rushmore. Oh, know. yeah, of course, your Mount Rushmore. Come on. It goes without saying. Right, yeah. Guys, the Iowa caucus sounds amazing, writes Tim. Do you guys think we could try that in the general election just once? That's a great idea. All right. Everybody in favor of Trump, go toward Florida. Are we all? Everybody who likes Bernie, go toward New Hampshire. <laughs> just the whole country. You're like, yeah, exactly. If you like you Trump, stand in Texas. Right, exactly. You like Bernie, stand in California. So there you are in Texas, and you get, uh, or you know, maybe you're standing in, I don't know, Oklahoma, and realize, all right, Marco Rubio's not going to win. So <laughs> hey, got, we got to go to Texas, because Trump's our next choice. You give him like a day to drive there. Right, exactly. Um, uh, What was I going to say? I had something to say. Ah, dang it. Slipped out of my head. It was going to be good, too. Oh, let's see. Uh, Get your word straight, Jack. You only had one job, right, oh, Mark? You, you might want to pipe down, Mr. Biden. Not a, <laughs> not a good day for you. Mike in Arkansas writes, the Democrats had one job last night, and that was to not make it look like it was rigged against Bernie, and they could not pull that off. Oh, right. I have no idea if it was rigged or not, but Vlad Putin is throwing his head back in laughter at what he can do with what happened last night. Putin or a representative Putin already has a statement out today saying, oh, so you're actually going to blame your computers this time instead of a phony we hacked your election story? That's what he's out with today. Oh, my. Do we know for certain that North Korea or the Chinese or the Russians or something didn't cause those apps to malfunction? Do we know that for certain? Everybody has stated unequivocally that was not the case. It was not a hack. Yeah. Exactly what they would say. Of course. Yeah, you're right. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm just waiting on hold and, uh, this is a real coincidence, Wolf. I just got off hold just now, so I've got to get off the phone to report the results. All right, uh, go ahead and report your results. Can we listen in as you report them, Sean? Yep. All right, let's listen. All right. (laughs) Okay. Hi. Hello? They hung up on me. <laughs> they hung up on me. Okay, I've got to get back in line on hold. Oh. Um, they just hung up. And he'd been on hold for what, an hour or an hour and a half that's or something? Hilarious. Like that. Yeah, that's uh, oh, number one, sir. I don't care if you're talking to a bum in a gas station about why you're not giving him a dollar. That's a priority over Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> Wolf, yeah. Wolf Blitzer is always the lowest priority. <laughs> Should have gotten right off the phone and done your job. Never forget Wolf Blitzer finished Celebrity Jeopardy with negative dollars. Right. That's the equivalent of playing Candyland and ending up in the emergency room. Right. Right. Why am I enjoying this so much? I probably need to take a look at myself. I am so enjoying this. What is that saying we mentioned the other day about uh, committees or uh, groups? uh, Committees. None of us are as stupid as all of us. And a bunch of people got together and thought, hey, I know it's been working fine mostly for years, but let's come up with a better way to do it. Right. We have uh, demands. (laughs) And it just couldn't function at all last night. In Iowa with the caucuses. Hey, back to a topic we just brought up a little bit ago, and I said, are we sure that there's not some sort of hack from the Russians or North Korea and China? And lots of news organizations are announcing that uh, 
Various officials said it's not. I don't know how they would freaking know. To me, that just makes no sense. That you would know within, you would know immediately, oh, we know that there was not a hack. We know that nobody got into the software and designed it in such a way that on February 3rd, it would cease to function. Well, How do claiming, you know that? You're claiming to have proved a negative. Right. Which is always a little iffy. So I thought it was interesting. The New York Times, I really enjoyed the New York Times coverage last night. They had a live feed thing where they had people, reporters all over the country who were weighing in with stuff that they were learning and hearing. And it was moment by moment, and they were updating it like every 10 seconds, and I really thought it was interesting. And this came through later in the night. Cybersecurity experts have expressed concern that that the app was not properly vetted before being launched in Iowa. That was the app that everybody was supposed to use to download the results instead of a stupid old phone call. You wouldn't want people to just call in with their information. That'd be dumb. This is the... With their mouths and phones like old times. What is this? The olden days? I realize I'm an old man saying this, and I sound sound like an old man when I say this, but what's the assumption that stuff on a computer is always better? (laughs) Why do we assume that? When so often it is not. What has your life experience been that putting it on a computer is going to make it easier? Did that happen to you at work? Did that happen to you at your local grocery store where things got better when they went to the computer system? No, it did not. But anyway, they decided to computerize it there in Iowa. And then another um, uh, update a little bit later, Christopher Krebs, director of the Homeland Security Department Cybersecurity Agency, says the agency did not evaluate the results reporting app. So they didn't run the app past the the cybersecurity experts. Mm. So there's no way they know. Now, I still think the most likely thing is, since every time they update the software on the computer at Starbucks, you can't buy a cup of coffee. I mean, uh-huh. that's happened to me 15 times in the last 10 years. Really? Wow. So uh, because we got a, they always say we got a new system and I'm not sure how it works. Always. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's not surprising to me that that happened. Um, so that's one angle of it. But that would be a heck of a test. For Putin to get in there at the beginning and and just and this is exactly what he wants to do that that this would be a home run. So the seeds of doubt have various candidates claiming that they were ripped off, mm-hmm. just, you know, yeah. uh, destroying our belief in the system just in general. That's his whole goal. Oh, by the way, there's here's the Biden fundraising email that went out last night. We're in this for the long haul. Remember, it's not about tonight, but about the whole campaign. Right. That is basically admitting that you had a bad night. Although they expected to have not a good night. From what I've read. They did? Yes. Oh, yeah. They knew they they would get their clocks cleaned in Iowa. To not be viable and... Like I don't know the well, actual... yeah not to the, oh they had an especially bad right, right. night but it's not like they had to invent that reasoning on the fly they they knew Iowa would be rough I like this tweet I did think it was weird when Iowa announced that La La Land won the caucus <laughs> that's funny right. and then finally this and I'll shut up about it I feel terrible for all the campaign staffs that moved to Iowa a year and a half ago devoted their lives to their candidate for an entire year probably walked thousands of doors worked dozens of events all for it to mean absolutely nothing and that is what it'll mean. I don't see. I disagree. I'm going to lay a, another of cyn, a layer of cynicism on it and and react however you want. The, the whole this is such a beautiful example of people acting like herd animals led by the media. If we were to find out today at noon, wherever you live, what happened in Iowa, there would be no effect on anything real. The only effect is on the media frenzy, which I get is real in its own way, but the media frenzy is idiotic. When when Rick Santorum lost by tenths of a point, 
to Mitt Romney. But the media got it bass backwards, declared Romney the winner. He took the big momentum in. Then when they discovered Santorum uh, actually won, it was like, well, it's too late now because the herd has already run. I mean, that's people acting like stupid, stupid animals. I think the whole <laughs> rush to, there's, there is no effect on anything real other than... You know, media herd mentality. Well, I agree. With the, delay. I agree with the first part. I don't agree with the second part at all. The, the, it is stupid. There's no doubt that it's stupid, but mm. it is absolutely real. I mean, it's uh, you know, it can be stupid that the herd is all running that direction because one of them decided to run that way. Oh, but yeah. if they are running that direction, yeah. that is 100 percent well, real. I get that, but I'm not going to stand here and, and not comment on how stupid the whole process is. Oh, well, of course, it's stupid. It's, it's, it's always been stupid. Yeah, but. You got a tremendous amount of inth- uh, of dollars flowing in. Right. I saw one of the uh, campaign. Those are real. I saw uh-huh. one of the campaign directors saying the amount of money that Bernie or Buttigieg or whoever missed out on last night in that first. I think they said twelve hours after you get to declare win winner in Iowa, the number of dollars that flow in from people that are all enthusiastic all of a sudden. So it's just that spasm of enthusiasm day of, right? Huh? Yeah. And then the media coverage. Whoever won when they landed in New Hampshire at four o'clock in the morning, all the cameras were going to be there to greet Elizabeth Warren or Buttigieg or Sanders or whoever won. Right. And cameras weren't there to greet anybody, and they just showed up. So the whole Iowa, all the <laughs> momentum. to their hotel. <laughs> all the momentum just went away from that. Yeah. It and makes a difference. Somebody ah. missed out on all that free momentum. This is the best Iowa of my life. It is. I love this. Mm-hmm. I love the whole phony, ridiculous thing brought to its knees. This is... This is a red-letter day for me. Well, I got another important thing to say, or interesting thing to say, I think, but I'm going to save it for later, because I don't want to wear people out with this. The Harvey Weinstein trial yesterday, here's one of the developments that is really not good, if you're hoping this scumbag rapist spends the rest of his life in prison. Serial rapist. So this poor woman who was uh, likely raped by him, um, the defense attorneys got to cross-examine her, and this is exactly why a lot of rape victims, especially with powerful people, don't come forward because you are going to be cross-examined in a trial, and they're going to try to they're going to try to um, hurt your credibility or make you look like a nut job. So they had her read a letter she had written to an ex-boyfriend explaining her relationship with Harvey Weinstein, and in particular talking about her sexual abuse that she uh, she suffered under as a child. And when she got to that part of the letter, she fell apart. And the defense attorneys are going to try to make it look like you've got just a, a, a mess here of a human being. Right. You can't some, send somebody to prison based on her testimony. Look at her. She's an emotional mess. Right. And she, she, she had such a panic attack, they had to, to, to close it down and say, we'll come back tomorrow. Oh, yeah. But yeah. That, that was a heck of a score for the defense team. Well, th- there, are, there are good reasons. Not good, they're, they're despicable reasons. They're unholy reasons, but solid reasons why, and every pedophile priest can tell you this, they can smell poor self-esteem and lack of confidence. They know who to victimize. They victimize people they can manipulate, that can be confused, that are already victims, that as it happens coincidentally, perhaps, won't be good on the stand. The sort of people who come back for more abuse because they're so screwed up inside and their hearts are so broken. It's it's one of the real difficulties of trying sexual predators. They have an instinct for that. But I'm I'm hoping, you know, God bless this gal. She's had a more pain than anybody should ever have, but... Um, I'm hoping there are enough victims out there that, you know, it's funny, Rosa Parks' birthday uh, is today. And, uh, you know, if you, if you 
actually read, study about that period of history and know something about her. She was not the first person to refuse to give up her seat on a bus. That happened routinely. But she was such a righteous and good person, an unassailable defendant, that she was the perfect case, the perfect test case to just fight it all the way to the Supreme Court. So anyway... They just need to find a victim who's strong enough and solid enough that they can put this monster behind bars forever. I, I hope she is out there. I have a feeling she is because, again, he had so many victims. Uh, two things to mention, one silly, one serious. Uh, maybe we'll read some of this later. A, a woman called Jennifer Weiner wrote an op-ed in the New York Times last night. I feel personally attacked by J-Lo's body. <laughs> I find that hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Are we really supposed to look this good at 50 now? God, you're sad if you're a 50-year-old who thinks the world gets to decide what you need to look like. At, at Okay, 16-year-olds. And based uh, on J-Lo. <laughs> I would talk to my 16-year-old and hope I could quickly convince them that that's a dumb idea. Yeah. But you're 50. Yeah. Don't let somebody decide how you're supposed to look at 50 and feel bad about yourself. Good Lord, that's sad and weak. Yeah. Anyway, on a more serious note, uh, Rush Limbaugh announced he's got late-stage lung cancer, whatever that means, yesterday on his show. We'll probably play a clip of that later, but that is uh, a big deal for people who have been fans of AM Talk Radio for the last 35 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we will talk more about that um, a little later on. For those who don't know, uh, Rush Limbaugh started his show in the very same uh, newsroom complex that we did in Sacramento, California, years and years ago, him many more years ago. Um, so we've always felt kind of a uh, a weird little kinship, having trod the same stained carpets and talked into the same, you know, spit covered microphones. <laughs> if he, but we certainly wish him well. If he can't continue at some point in the near future, that is going to really shake up the world of talk radio. Ah, uh, yes, yes, it will. It will be just insane. Yeah. Well, the um, day had to come, of course. Um. Uh, sooner than anticipated, but uh, we certainly wish him uh, is it okay? health and healing and the rest of it. Is it uh, okay to say this? I always say this before I say it, and then oh, you know, it's boy. too late once I, I say it. I don't know. Usually when you ask that, it turns out that uh, well, it was a bad idea, and I'm amused by it. Maybe the timing for this is insensitive, but I'm saying it for my kids or anybody else. You can't smoke constantly oh. and get away with it. Oh, okay. I didn't think that's what you're very say. few people get to smoke constantly and get away with it. Yeah. Several of my heroes, Christopher Hitchens, I can think of several who ended up dying young because they liked being guy with a cigarette or a cigar all the time or woman. Mm-hmm. It catches up with you. Yeah. Yeah. Your cells get angry. That's a heck of a price to pay for that habit. And, um, you know, whatever. Don't smoke would be my advice. That's some solid advice. Yeah. Final, final Super Bowl wrap-up comments in a couple of minutes. Do you feel first personally attacked by J-Lo's body? I feel personally attacked by some of the refereeing in the game, but I'm oh, not really? whines about referee guy generally. Um, Have you ever, I mean, maybe it's different for, well, I know it's different for guys than for women, but I never, even when I was younger, I see somebody super in shape or, or good-looking or whatever feel like, that's what I need to be, or... I, I will tell you this. When old... What's his name? Levine? Adam Levine was out yeah. there with his six-pack and his perfect body and the rest of it. I did, you know, you gotta suck in your gut a little bit and think, yeah, that's 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 a hell of a standard there. But I don't, I don't know. know. It's different from men. It's, it's different from men, and all women are different, but... Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. You get what you got, and you know you do your best with it. What, what are you going to do? Well, and I make my living talking about the news, and I'm pretty good at shirtless. it. Shirtless. No. Joe makes his no. living talking about the news shirtless. No. We have the, That's why we don't stream. We have the Joe Cam on him. You go to armstrongandgetty.com. The Joe Cam is there, and it's uh, right with bright lights right on his abs. You having a good time, show off Joe? The, the body God gave him. You're, you're more or less dictating one of my nightmares right now. <laughs> Good One of my Lord. nightmares, too. No, I, I often wear two or three shirts just to make sure there's not a mishap. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. One of my favorite Jimmy Kimmel bits coming up in just a moment. A prescient email, Jack, from No Name Ron. Guys, my question is, and he sent this last night, yesterday afternoon. My question is, will the DNC shaft Bernie again and risk getting their base mad at them? Or will they go with plan B and Vince Foster him via the coronavirus? Oh! (laughs) Bernie, dead of the coronavirus. That's your headline. Hashtag Clinton body count. Thus far, Ron, uh, Bernie is allegedly alive. Although I appreciate your your imagination. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel has this uh, bit called Lie Witness News where he asks people about things that haven't happened. And this was the basis of uh, Dave Chappelle did a bit about this. And and who is the other uh, comedian, Sean? He does a a bit. Aziz Ansari. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he asks what you think about. Do you see where Trump did something? Or, and yeah, and he everybody says, you has see to the, comment and yell. And even, it was the, the pizza that had pepperoni in the shape of a swastika, he asked his audience. There you go. And the specifics like, oh. are not that important. But right, right. the point is, everybody <laughs> had to weigh in, even though they had no idea. It never happened. It was made up. But just that's our culture these days. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel and, and his people. We're getting people's reflections of the Super Bowl yesterday. What did you think of the game? Oh, man. I loved it personally because I'm a Chiefs fan. So, okay. yeah. Did you think it was weird that they named Joe Montana MVP? No, I didn't think it was weird. Yeah, to me, that's fine. What about Mahomes when he said, I'm not going to Disneyland, I'm going to Arby's? <laughs> Listen, I, I thought that was great because everyone's expecting Disneyland. Right. And he's like, Arby's. <laughs> what about the part where Shakira gave a lap dance to Terry Bradshaw? Did you think that was inappropriate? <laughs> no, not at all. You like that part? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a brief moment where she gave a lap dance to Terry Bradshaw. I didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that one. So a little behind the scenes, I said, I love this bit. And Sean said, well, I'll start grabbing them more often. He said, I don't get them. You said, because you hate man on the street stuff. Yeah. To me, you play this so that other people will reject man on the street stuff. And maybe it will go away. Yes. I mean, to me, this is an indication of why does any news team ever go anywhere to get commentary on important stories. A local man says he's disturbed by the development. I, I just, I hate to see this. It's a nice neighborhood. You know, he might not have any idea. It's just phony. If you can make up something completely outlandish that obviously wouldn't happen and right. people will go along with it, what's the point of asking them, do you think Donald Trump should be impeached or is the price of gas you know, Obama's fault or whatever. Right. Well, there's no point in it whatsoever. It's just stupid. It is stupid. So, this hurts me. There's a man who enjoys a relaxing beverage now and again. Here you got these inmates at Santa Rita Jail, Dublin, California. It's right outside of San Francisco. 
They're getting ready to watch the Super Bowl because they get to watch it there. They have 200 gallons of Pruno ready to go. 200 gallons of prison-made liquor ready to go for the Super Bowl, and the deputies find it. That's probably like 50 toilets full. And and bust them. They had it hidden in, in toilets and, and where else did the garbage cans, anywhere they could oh, find it. Oh, man. They had a bag here, a can there, a jar, 200 gallons of some nice Super Bowl-ready prison liquor. Some of these people are probably terrible people, but I'm feeling like that's an, we should let them drink their Pruno. And watch the game. Yeah, I, let them let them relax and sleep it off. But <laughs> I, I love this. It probably leads to fights and all kinds of problems. But yeah, something tells me getting everybody hammered on Pruno does not lead to a calm night at the prison. But <laughs> the uh, the spokesman, Sergeant Ray Kelly, said it smells horrible, can be toxic, and pose oh, serious whatever. health risks. Now, see, I, I don't that that excuse. Now, if you want to say it leads to fights, fine. But that, come on. I tell you what, Sergeant Kelly, I've been plenty of places around the world where they say, oh, this is the local drink, the delicacy, it's the traditional after dinner. And it smells like something went wrong in the chemistry lab. It smells terrible. It smells like a dead sheep. But they tell you this is the local drink. So don't tell me I'm not supposed to drink it just because it smells funny. Well, and I also don't like the, it, it, it could hurt you. I'll be the judge of that. I'll take my chances. I don't need you to tell me whether or not. I'll take my chances. As a prisoner drinking toilet wine. <laughs> I admire your stance. You're a real, I don't know, you're a real leader in that movement. Toilet wine libertarianism. I don't like nanny states in my prisons. You're or, in prison. Or something. They I'm... get to tell you what to do. It's Who, kind, what are you protesting it's against? It's kind of the whole prison thing. Don't go to prison. <laughs> Man, 